Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. Kashana, did I say it right? Yes, you did. Okay. Very good. <laughs> Kashana, welcome, welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I'm so delighted that you joined us today. I am inspired by coaching. I'm inspired by uh, women in coaching specifically. I think we have a very unique kind of intuition and I uh, would love to learn more about your story, like how you came to this today, to doing, doing what you do as a powerful, audacious, beautiful woman. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Helene, for having me. I am so excited about being here and just being able to have the opportunity to share my story is really a blessing in and of itself. So again, thank you so much for having me. So my story, uh, you know, I was it's so interesting as I was thinking about my story, I was saying, which part of it do I share? Right. I because know. the journey can sometimes be so intense and intense mm-hmm. and so involved that you don't know which parts of it is going to really, uh, which parts of it are going to really help, you know, your, your uh, listeners. So I just really want to share my, uh, my entrepreneurial journey, if you will. Mm-hmm. And also just how did I transition um, from, you know, being, uh, someone who was in the workforce and someone who loved their job, actually, to someone who actually um, started her own business. So I, um, I I grew up in an entrepreneurial home, actually. And um, my grandmother uh, was an entrepreneur. My grandfather was an entrepreneur. My father was an entrepreneur as well. So it is kind of in my DNA, if you will, to be an entrepreneur. But here's the thing. When I came into this place of needing to understand how to find harmony in it all as a mother and as a wife and, you know, and really leading in my industry, then I found a lot of imbalance there. And Norman, uh, if you would just recognize that I use the word harmony there, because so many times we try to use the word balance. And I don't really think that there is necessarily a balance. I just think that everything has a season. Mm. There's one thing that I will share with your listeners is that you must honor the season that you're in. And I had to really honor when my children were younger. I have three amazing children, by the way. They are 27, 26, and 16. So, yes, I have that that nice little range there. You look so young. I can't believe you're a 27-year-old. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for that. <laughs> So even just um, just knowing when the season or what season I was in and being able to honor that season was so very important. Yeah, it was important for me to know, um, you know, when my children were playing sports and when they were involved in after school activities and, you know, being able to run back and forth and make sure that they were all taken care of. I did not really understand the beauty of that season and embrace it until a time in my life where I felt overwhelmed and I felt like almost defeated in a sense, like I wasn't accomplishing everything that I needed to accomplish. Then I I read a book uh, called The Seasons of a Woman. 
And uh, I remember reading that book and understanding that there was a need for me to embrace and honor the season that I was in. And I was in this season of nurturing and making sure that I was able to launch my children when it was time to launch them. So I was willing to just sacrifice at that moment to give them everything that they needed in that particular season. Mm. Now that's a hard thing to do for a woman who want who needed to be validated by her busyness. It's a very real tug of war that I think we're all in, especially in this time. I mean, oh. your grandmother was an entrepreneur. I mean, it was even taboo for them to have a career. Uh, and, and so we're really the first generation that's all out, all in. And there is a struggle. And I love how you're contextualizing it re- regarding the distinct, distinction between harmony and balance, because there's like this you know, thing that we're trying to achieve, some bar that's really not, that's really not uh, achievable per se, but embracing it changes everything because then there is harmony and acceptance. Mm. It's beautiful. Oh, and then let's not forget, Helene, that we need to make sure that we're not uh, trying to mimic someone else's success. Yeah. Ooh, that's Mm. where we find out that the comparison kills, you know, that we're trying to live up to someone else's expectations of us. Mm -hmm. And we're not really searching for what makes us happy and what brings us joy And when we miss out on that moment, we are missing out on a wonderful opportunity to live life in full. Mm -hmm. So I had to get to that point. I really did. And that's Mm -hmm. not an easy thing to do. It is not. It takes a lot of courage. And so Mm -hmm. why coaching? Because I have the feeling this is not what you started with, but it's what you've come to. I don't know if that's true, but. You know what? I I actually, I like to tell people I was coaching before it was called coaching. I know, right? (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I didn't know that I was coaching, but I always had this innate desire to help women to become their best. Mm. And I wanted to give women something that I really did not have. And so I poured myself into making sure that I did just that. And so I began to shape that and it looked very differently in different, um, in different environments. So in terms of uh, women's Bible studies and, you know, women's groups, infinity groups, where we actually came together for tea or for coffee and, you know, Mm -hmm. talked about coffee and conversations and talked about real life issues, Mm -hmm. being a woman, then being a wife, then being a mother. Mm -hmm. So we had to form these groups of support to help to lift us up. And so by me wanting to do that and having a desire to make sure that women knew that they were supported and they knew that someone was there, they had a safe place to come to, if you will, uh, was so very important to me. And then I began to really just kind of nurture that gift inside of me because I believe that coaching is not something that you just kind of fall into. Right. It's something that has to be nurtured and groomed and cultivated in you. It may be there, but unless you water the seed, it doesn't grow. (laughs) And so that's exactly what I did. I began to water the seed and I began to read and get trained as a coach and really understand the power of questioning and, you know, the power of uh, offering that feedback and making sure that I didn't push anything on anyone, but made uh, suggestions, you know, to yeah. them. And it really raised a level of curiosity for the people that I, w- I was working with, or I am working with. It raises the level of curiosity where they're saying, wait a minute, 
I didn't think like that. And that's exactly where I want them. I want them to understand that they can do better. They can be better and they are better than where they are right now. It's just that it's just opening up yourself to allow yourself to embrace it. Absolutely. And oftentimes, especially women, men too, but we are making ourselves better based on some level of inadequacy. Like I'm Mm. not enough. It's not enough. I, you know, I'm not worthy because so-and-so, the comparison that you were talking about earlier, but actually through this curiosity-based questioning that you and I are trained in, and that I encourage everybody to get curious about (laughs) because it is the way that I've found is like, we all have this longing in our heart because we know something more is available, right? Maybe more energy, more vitality, um, more love. Mm -hmm. you know, more, um, you know, whatever it is, health. um, I mean, the list goes on and on and on, but I think there's this like little pull, so longing in our heart. And it's like, okay, how can we access that? Yes. Through embracing it, like you're saying, um, and and then, and then also be more, but not from the disempowering context of I'm not enough or it's not enough. And it's a very different methodology. One that creates short-term results, not enough, disempowering one. And the other that creates long-term results, right? The sustainable one that comes from love and tenderness and kindness, but we can't see what we can't see. So we need each other. (laughs) We need each other. And, and, you know, it's so interesting. And I love, I love how you put that because it's so interesting how we, um, we put ourselves in these silos and, and when we do that, we don't understand the real need or the beauty of community. And I strongly believe that when we are, um, when we come together and we begin to embrace one another and embrace the gifts of one another and the love of one another, then it makes us stronger. It makes us wiser. It helps us to give more. It helps us to, as you said, be more, but not thinking that we're lacking something, but knowing that we're full of something. And so because of that, because of that abundance that we live in, we're now able to give out of our overflow instead of out, out of our emptiness. And that's a beautiful thing. And that's such a feminine thing, right? That fullness. Yes. Like that's like, that is the embodiment <laughs> of femininity is that, that, that fullness. And yes. uh, it's just so beautiful. Now, I don't know if you know this, but I was born in Maryland and spent a lot of time in Ellicott city. Cause I grew up in Northern Virginia. Uh-huh. Yeah. My dad was in Bethesda. And uh, so that's really my stomping ground. Nice. <laughs> yeah. nice. <laughs> yes. It's such well, a beautiful that- time of year there. It is a beautiful time of year. Um, and I grew up actually in Houston, Texas. Hmm. And um, and so I've been in Maryland now for about 16 years or so. And just really, really enjoying my, uh, my journey here. And it has definitely been a journey and it's been a wonderful one. Uh, one of the things that I will say is uh, the beauty of being a woman is understanding your evolution and embracing your evolution. And really finding the good in every single thing that comes your way. And here's what I mean by that. You know, we've uh, some of us may have heard of the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset. And in just a brief synopsis of what that means, the fixed mindset is very limited. It's saying that nothing works for me. Something always bad happens to me when this is bad and it happens, then oh, I knew something was going to happen. And then the growth mindset says, you know what, this happened to me for a reason. And because it's a reason, it's going to work for me. Mm-hmm. 
It says, I cannot wait until the next season of my, or just embracing this season, because when I walk into the next season of my life, it's even better and I'll be stronger. You know, it has all of these elements around it that brings so much joy, but it takes a shift in your mindset to really be able to embrace that. It does. And the not knowing piece is challenging. And um, I'm a woman of faith. I don't know how anyone does it, you know, this life um, without, you know, not knowing, right? Because if not knowing is scary. Yes. You know, it's like imagine swimming at night in the ocean. Uh, yes. You don't know, you know, what's going to happen. It feels dangerous. It feels unknown. We're all afraid of the unknown. Yes. And so what you're describing is exactly what we're all going through at every moment. And the degree to which we're able to not know and allow and embrace yes. is, the, is like directly proportionate to like the joy yes. <laughs> that we're experiencing. Yes. And like, yes. I, f- I forget sometimes, you know, and I'm trying to like, hold on to like, you know, and then, and then all of a sudden I remember, I'm like, oh, I don't know why this happened. Like yesterday I was flying uh, from Los Angeles to San Francisco. And I was like, you know, the flight's delayed. And uh, this afternoon I could have spent doing this, but I ended up doing that, waiting at the airport. And I'm like, there's a reason. Yes. Yes. I know there's, I don't know what that reason is. I met some interesting people. I had some interesting conversations. I got my week organized. Like all these great things did happen, but I could have also been fixed and been like, oh, why did I could have, you know, all that stuff. Those yeah. and, and we don't know, Helena, that when we're in that fixed mindset, it actually drains us mm. more than it don't does. It gives us energy. All right. Pause. Ladies, women. Did you hear that? Because that is the secret to vitality right there. Yes. yes. Is sealing up those leaking energy sources because we all have them. Yes, we do. doesn't matter how much work I've done, you know, like you thousands of hours of personal development work and training. And um, this is the key. We can eat all the green foods and drink the beautiful teas and take the herbs, you know, but at the end of the day, the thing is exactly what we're talking about. Sealing up the power leaks, not leaking out the power Mm -hmm. in all these unproductive ways. And it's a very nuanced practice of observation. It really is. It it takes a level of discipline to be able to understand, not to just see uh, where your holes are, but to be able to do something about those holes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's that, that level of self-awareness that sometimes we often shy away from because it forces us to look in, into the mirror naked. <laughs> And, um, yeah, you know, there are some wings I prefer not to see. (laughs) What do you mean? Exactly. Well, so funny. I first learned about this concept. I'm sorry. Um, with the Vedic principles through the, the grammar and doctrine on yoga, and they had all these fancy Sanskrit words for it. And I remember coming back to the United States because I lived in Europe for 10 years and I was trying to get people to like, understand this because it is a language of transformation, but it's in Sanskrit. And they were like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and that was coaching was the thing that gave me like the modern day language, because this is the technology of transformation. There is a formula folks. There and is. 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yes, no, I'm I interrupted you. you. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're fine. No, 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 you're fine. I, I, I love that. This, that's women. We get so excited about everything. We're just like talking, talking. I love it. I love it. I, I just love what, what I'm feeling in the room. But um, it, it's so it's so amazing how, um, you know, going back to the, the mirror example, when we look in the mirror, you know, we see these imperfections and at that time, we have a an opportunity, right? And that opportunity is to either do something about the imperfections, or sometimes we cover them up, or sometimes we just learn to live with them. So you really have three decisions that lie before you at that time, mm-hmm. and, um, and and making that decision can be very challenging depending on the space that you're in mentally. It could be an emotional decision, a very emotional decision. But here's what I tell people. You got to make sure that you don't make an emotional decision, a temporary decision, because emotions are temporary. Mm -hmm. You don't make a temporary decision on a permanent situation. Right. Because at some point you'll come back to that situation and you'll ask yourself, what did I do? And why did I make that decision in that moment? So knowing that is so very important. Yeah. I mean, I think we all can uh, find those moments, you know, like sometimes, you know, I've loved my husband and I love our daughter more than anything. I also have a 16 year old. Oh, so you need to be 17. And I know that, and so, but sometimes I'm thinking, what, what was I thinking when I married him? Like, did I not see X, Y, and Z? And listen, I love my ex-husband. We actually have a fantastic relationship, but I have stopped to pause and think like, you know, and then also other things health related, like I just didn't have the right information. So I went down that path, you know? So I think that this pivotal moment that you're describing and those three choices that we all have at any given moment are informed by yes. so many things. And um, there is this acceptance piece inside of those choices, right? Mm-hmm. I accept that today I am 20 or 30 pounds more than I, than I want to be. And I'm going to make choices today that, that are going to positively impact, bring me closer to losing those 20 pounds. Yeah. Um, you know, but if you don't know what those choices are, um, or if it's coming from deprivation and then we go down, there's all these like, you know, avenues to go down inside of, inside of that. But I love that awareness and framework. Beautiful. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. That it does take work. It takes work. And I, I think that when we're able to recognize that it takes work and we're able to put ourselves into the work, you know, I made a decision in the last few weeks that I am going to be present for my life. Mm. It's big. And every decision I make, I will manage it Mm. regardless of what it is, regardless of if I am getting there to that point now and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have made that. No, no, no. Every decision that I make, I will manage it and I will manage it well. What is one thing that has been beneficial for you? in summoning yourself into the present moment? Is it releasing the future or is it, uh, what, 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 what is it? What is it that helps you to bring yourself into the present moment more fully? Most of the time it's releasing the past. Oh, interesting. It's, it's, it's leaving what was there and allowing myself to be positioned for where I am right now so that I can make sure that I am prepared for what's to come. Mm-hmm. And most of the baggage whether good or bad, whether it's TJ Maxx or Louis Vuitton, it's still baggage. Mm-hmm. 
And so we have to ask ourselves, am I going to pull that along with me? Mm-hmm. And, and then understanding that it can't fit. It can't fit into where I'm going That's right. because that stuff, it doesn't, it's, it's gone. It's over. It's mm-hmm. in the past. It, it's too small. It's too big or whatever the case may be. It's out of style, whatever the case may be, it's there. And so right now I'm here. And what can I learn in this moment? Who am I touching in this moment? The One of the most precious gifts that we have is the gift of time. <laughs> and so I must steward it well. Mm. If I don't steward my time well, then I will miss every opportunity that God has given me mm. to move forward. I'll miss it mm. in, in trying to figure out what I should do and how I should. Yeah. It's so beautiful. What a great example, especially now that you've got your, your last one, you know, I I feel myself uh, really like wanting to just cherish every, every moment, but actually your practice that you've identified for yourself has been my practice this year. Mm. And boy, oh boy, has it been fascinating. So it's shown me so much about myself and you know, where I'm leaking my energy out. My goodness. I wish we had more time oh, um, because this is a very rich and valuable conversation. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, when, when you're trying to find balance, right. As a mom and as an entrepreneur, um, what, what do you do to resource yourself? No, I, I take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Good for you. I know. I know. <laughs> I know you ladies are like, it should be deep and should be. No, no, that is deep. Are you kidding me to let yourself do that? Are you you kidding me? I would struggle for an hour, but no, I shouldn't write them. (laughs) That's fantastic. You know, I, because what I found is when I am not allowing myself to get the rest, not sleep, rest Mm -hmm. that I need, I have no room for creativity. Right. Oh my God. Restoration is so under-acknowledged in our society. We need it it for sports performance. We need it for mental performance, creative performance, (laughs) performance, such a funny word. I mean, you know, I think of creativity as more like open, allow, you know, not perform. So I just, I was like, what are you saying? (laughs) I'm telling you, it's it's, it's very interesting, but it's so needed and, and, and just really identifying the difference between sleep and rest. I invested in a sleep number bed. It was the best investment of my life, I think, nice. <laughs> you know, and the Calm app. And I mean, I told someone, I said, I don't know if they're hypnotizing me or what's going on <laughs> while I'm sleeping, but it works. <laughs> so, I mean, between those two things, it was the best investment in me. And mm. so understanding the rest that I need and allowing myself permission mm. to rest has yeah. been so absolutely incredible to being a business owner. It really has because the the insight and the innovation and the creativity that I have with my clients is absolutely incredible, especially as I'm present in the moment with them. I can allow myself to just to, to do all of these mm. wonderful, I mean, give all of this wonderful insight. And it, it's just, it, it changed my life. It changed I love it. I love it. So know what season you're in and give yourself permission to resource whatever it looks like in your case, napping. I love it. Uh, I'm going to remind myself that I can give myself permission to do that from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, tell us more about your work um, and um, yeah. And then where, where we can find out more about you. Absolutely. Helena. So um, there are two actually uh, two uh, 
what can I call them, two entities, if you will, of my work. Um, one is a lifestyle brand, and that's simply Kashana, which is uh, which allows me to just really uh, operate in my creative flow, if you will. That's a place where I have the uh, life coaching, motivational speaking, inspirational leading, and all of that good stuff. Amazing. And then there's a part of me that is a very corporate brand uh, where I act as a training and development leader, as well as an executive coach. That's my more defined role, if you will. Can't be too creative outside of the lines there when you're working with organizations and uh, private, both private and public organizations that need you to kind of stay within their uh, their entity standards. And so those are two, uh, two brands, if you will, that I have the wonderful opportunity of owning. So what I am doing now is really focusing my attention on the training and development piece, because of course we are undergoing so many things in our economy where businesses are needing help with their employees. Mm-hmm. They're needing help with their leaders. They're even their C-suite leaders where they're saying, hey, what can we do to make sure that we stay engaged, that we bridge this gap? that we're experiencing between employees and leaders. Mm -hmm. And so I come in and I do just that. I help business leaders and I help, um, you know, those even entrepreneurs understand what needs to be done to really set them apart and get them in the forefront uh, of of the economy as, as it's, as it's Mm -hmm. going right now. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So So where can we find you? Where's the best place for us to, to contact you? Absolutely. Just go to leadersmoveforward.com and that's leaders with an S moveforward.com. You can also contact me at Kashana at leadersmoveforward.com. Um, and, and so 443-983-5293 is my number there. Whether you press one or two, I will be there uh, to <laughs> assist you. So please feel free to do that. But that's pretty much where you can find me. I'm all over social media. Um, if you put me in LinkedIn, if you put me in Instagram, um, I'm there as well. Simply Kashana uh, is another tag that you can use for me. And I'll be more than happy to help. So beautiful. It's been such a delight to be with you. This has been an incredible conversation. Thank you for your precious, precious time and your presence. (laughs) Thank you so much, Helena. Thank you so much for having me and thinking enough of me to bring me here and speak to your audience. I appreciate that. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast-guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. It mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. 
This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me.